Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm going to keep this intro short today. I'm David. I'm your host. Uh, beneath me is Shiver. He's my best trained monkey. Beside me is Nakara. He's Space Pope. Bow to him. And beneath him is Silence. I'd make a joke about him being silent, but he's most definitely not. Stay a while and listen. Welcome to Inside the Verse, Budget Edition, Week 3. Let's get this show on the road. Wait, Wait did Shiver just disappear? Shiver disappeared! Shiver yes! disappeared! Yeah, your video's Why gone, Why have I disappeared? Your, your video's gone. It looks like you're trying to type something or something. Oh, great. Uh, well. Have I returned? No, you have not. No. Wait, 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 wait. Now well, there's your symbol, and then, wait. There is see. no shiver. There is no shiver. There's no nope. shiver. We're so, shiverless. As you can all see, um, uh, except Jake, you can't. Well, Jake at least is not still shiver. not back, so I am still uh, in charge of the production for Inside the Verse. Shiver's now back, which is great. Um, Thanks, Skype. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's start talking about oh, yeah, stuff. Look, back on the screen over there. Let's, Ooh, start, let's start talking about Star Citizen. Um, who wants to start us What's off? What's Star Citizen? I don't know. Uh, I think we're supposed to answer that soon, aren't we? In, like, a, a, a thing? Don't we have a yeah, project yeah. about that? Yeah, there's a thing. There's a thing coming up. Yeah. It's going to take me All right. So. Oh, yeah, when is CitizenCon coming up again? I forget. CitizenCon? October uh, 11th? Uh, yeah, the 9th. Uh, it's October 9th. 9th. October 9th. Okay. There you go. We were right around there. Yep. Okay. Hey, Nakari, um, are you going to that? Because uh, I, I know that Shiver's not. We have a whole crew from INN going. <laughs> we do. Yep. Except for Shiver. <laughs> yeah. I think Shiver's our only director who's not going to be there. He is, actually. <laughs> ShivCon 2016! <laughs> so he's going to uh, basically be holding down the entire fort by himself. If, uh, if you'd like to join INN, that's the time, because we need help. <laughs> no joke. Uh, yeah, I, I do apologize. As well. I'm not entirely sure why my audio is mono right now only, and I don't know what to do to fix it. <laughs> okay, so. Um, Maybe that? First Does that fix it? You know, if you lean closer to the left, it'll sound like he's whispering in your ear. So it's great. Someone tell me if that fixed it. I'm just going to wait for the stream to catch up. Nope, guess not. I don't know what's going on. Okay. So the first thing on our agenda for this week is the FPS cover system and 2.6, which will feature Star Marine. I'm going to let... Eris talk about this first because he's the one the most excited about it. Ah, oh, yeah, I've been waiting for Star Marine for a while. Um, <laughs> now, I would like to clarify that it has been in game for a long, long time now. But uh, no, it, it sounds like not only we're we getting Star Marine, but we're also getting a whole bunch of improvements to the FPS system in general, which is just great news. Um, we're going to be getting 
cover updates, uh, animation updates, reloading uh, updates, um, just a whole bunch of quality of life that hasn't been in the FPS in-game to this point. Uh, we're finally going to get that in 2.6. Uh, we still don't know when 2.6 is going to happen, but... Um, yeah. I think their goal is going to be to get it out in time for CitizenCon. I, I'd say... I mean, honestly, I, I would not be surprised if uh, 2.6 happens before CitizenCon and 2.7 happens closer to CitizenCon. Because, I mean, 2.5 is going to happen in August. Early we August. 2.6? September? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then, uh, I mean, 2.7 is going to be a... A bitch, but <laughs> oh well, it is. There's no way to to just slam a whole star system in there for the first time and be like, oh, everything works great. No, <laughs> no. you uh, you need some you need some help there with that cork. Yes, actually, it's a hard cork to open. Well, here, let me. Hmm. That seems like a sorry. Bad can't do anything about it. That's ah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you popped um, that cork okay. nicely. Uh, um, yeah. I was actually really impressed with what they showed from the cover system. I mean, it's not exactly um, you know groundbreaking, but there's only so many ways you can make a cover system work. Um, I was I thought the uh, like the weapons, you know, um, raising up and moving to avoid the walls was pretty cool. Um, some, and the leaning out was pretty good. Some games have done cover in really obnoxious ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be that obnoxious in Star Citizen. I'm hoping, and we're not going to know until we actually try it to feel it. But I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be good. Really, really hoping. Cause... I think they want to keep the pace of the game um, not as fast as Battlefields, you know, bang death, and not as slow and tactical as Armors. Line up the shot, see what the wind's like. What direction is the sun? What pair of socks <laughs> am I wearing? And then fire. Are the plates of grass moving? <laughs> but Wait, I, I did think you just run up that hill, or are you going just at a stiff walk? It's. <laughs> um, it, it seems like they do want you to be thinking where you're at, but at the same time keep the pace at a very reasonable level, but not splat. You're dead. Yeah. Now, one thing we haven't actually heard, even more recently is anything about the jukes system we haven't heard about the jukes in a long while i hope they're still in but we we'll we're have not, to see yeah we'll have to see in 2.6 well, isn't jukes just referring to the animation poses and things it's the transitions from crouch to standing rather than being um uh i would imagine drawn in by an animator they're actually motion capped so they've got to make sure they're as smooth as possible when there is other um angles and things so they don't look weird yeah so hopefully yeah. it's just an animation thing <laughs> they're tra they were transitions so it was a big thing was that in a lot of games characters move in a very unrealistic manner you can you can start and stop instantly and you know for example um you know if you were at a dead run it takes you a few strides to stop um that's one of the things they really wanted to show in the game Makes the the movements more realistic. Now we haven't seen a lot of that. Uh, I guess we'll find out soon enough, since you know two point six isn't that far off. Yeah. Um. I actually do have a feeling that they're going to show us some of it at Gamescom. 
um, simply because it looks like some of it is done. So um, hopefully we'll see more soon. It is something that they had talked about a while ago, uh, 2.5 being live for Gamescom and showing off some 2.6. So That was their hope. Uh, whether it happens is a question mark. But the fact that they have now decided to do an actual presentation tells me a yeah. lot about where they're at. Now, before we move on to uh, the capital ship damage system, which is <coughs> going to be... I don't, I don't know if we're actually going to talk about it or I'll just start drooling incoherently. Uh, someone, someone reminded me that we, we basically... Silence. I don't know if we've had you on all that often. So... Once. Once, yeah. So why don't you, you know, tell people that have never seen you on here before, uh, you know, who you are. Ah, Jesus. Um, Well, not Jesus. I know. (laughs) Unfortunately not. If I'm the Pope, I guess he can be Jesus, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I'd have to know more about Star Citizen if that was the case. And uh, I'm pretty sure you still got me beat on a few of those fronts. Um, So... uh, Predominantly, uh, well, I was doing the MVP interviews for a while. I'm going to pick that back up here shortly. Um, but I also am having a fun time on Shivers' show, Postcards of the Event Horizon. Uh, and when does I that air? Make a weekly appearance on that one. Huh? When does that air? That would be Wednesday. Uh, but the question really is, Shiver has all the times because he knows it as far as the UTC and all that. I just know for me, it's 4 to 7, and that's uh, Pacific. I just go on Midnight My Time or 2300 yeah. UTC over on so, the yeah. base.sc. There you go. <laughs> or, do you want to toss in a Mastermate commercial while you're at it? I mean, it seems like it's just so <laughs> fun to weasel that sucker in there. I mean, it's not like you just you just put it in there. No, You're just no. giving you're giving me the... I mean, uh, just carry on about yourself. You do the no, MVP no, no, interviews and they're really good. It's fine. I'm having fun giving you ammunition here. That's kind of half the fun of it, right? But no, I mean, that's that's predominantly what I do um, as far as the Star Citizen related. Uh, otherwise, I do 3D CAD work. It is boring as shit. Yay! Well, how boring is shit? <laughs> Very. <laughs> I guess it depends on uh, your medical profession i suppose if you're a proctologist <laughs> like you would find a lot of fun with that you'd be like well this particular one shows that you're iron deficiency <laughs> uh but i'm not so not that fun you're not iron deficient that's good um well, that's you <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about the cap ship damage that we saw in atv this week because um Uh, moment silence for yeah. a dead address. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so here's the first question. <laughs> if you are watching this or listening to this, if you have not seen the behind the scenes from Around the Verse this week, go watch oh, it watch. right now. Um, I think that's one of the better looking things I've seen, period. Yeah. And they're saying that it's not not yet at the fidelity no. that they want it in game. They said it's about eighty percent of the way there. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I, some, I want it still better than everywhere else. Yeah, I want to mention to people right away before they get too super overhyped. Yes, this was not procedural. This cannot be done to an actual ship in the game right now. Yet, 
right now, yeah. right now. What they're going yeah. to do first, their first thing they're going to do is design different damage states. So they'll have like 0% damage, 20, 50, 70, and 100. Now, from beyond that, so so the one you saw was 100% damage. It was crashed on a planet. Um, that was, it had just crashed on a planet. Um, their goal is to eventually figure out a way to take elements of that and create a procedural damage system that will look somewhat like that, but it's hard because they don't want to have things suddenly popping up in front of the player. So, um, they're working on it, but I want to say it, from what I saw there, Squadron 42 is going to be freaking amazing. Yeah. Uh, now, keep in mind, Ooh, something crap. that they've said all along is they want to have derelicts both out the, out in space and mm. on land that you find and, like, fix up. And that's exactly what this was. This is this looked like a derelict that you would find on a planet or floating in space and fixed up. Um, now, well, they... Sorry, just to... Yeah. That, that ship had just crashed, yes. which is why it was on fire, why the why the sprinkler systems were on. They've also said they do have a husk version of the ship, which um, is like that. It's been dead for years yep. and, um, you know, needs they've got, to be... They've got different versions project. based on different environments that it lands in. Uh, one thing I thought was really interesting from RTV, and I still don't know if this was a, a, like an error or like if he misspoke... But um, we he uh, what's what was his name? What's his name? Uh, I'm the worst for names. That dude. Uh, uh, RTV. Yeah, RTV. It was uh, Nathan Deersley. Uh, Nathan Deersley did at one point say that um, this kind of thing could be found in space, on land, or underwater. No, I, I think that they. The underwater thing, I think, will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's just too good of an opportunity to to pass up. Yeah. You could have some really cool things with an underwater crash. But that might also suggest that we might be able to explore underwater on planets as well. Which I just thought that was kind of cool. I'm not sure about anyone else here, but well, you know, how else are you gonna I, get? Ionet is now saying that uh, Star Citizen is gonna have Silent Hunter mode. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yep. I, uh, Confirmed I, I, right I here. You should, heard uh, first. <laughs> the next variant to the Dragonfly is going to be a submersible. <laughs> <laughs> Recreating the hunt for Red October with Dragonflies. Oh, I just God. realized something, and I'm going to fix something very quickly. Um, Look at that. So I fixed the thing. Whoa. <laughs> Way to go, you. What'd you fix? Well, look. It'll happen on Twitch in like two seconds. Oh, look, there's like all the names popping yeah. right now. Look at Ooh, you go. Look at that. Boom, 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 boom. I had it already and didn't even realize it wasn't there. Silence. Um, so, one of the things I wanted to say is that um, they did, uh, as you can see, you, you, continued, sorry, you continued to see uh, CAG's ability to uh, manipulate the engine. Um, they added a bunch of new effects, new tech for this and uh, for this demo. And all of that is going to be going into uh, patch 2.5. So that'll be new bloom, um, new uh, optical 
uh, I can't remember what it was called, optical something or other for lens flares. Um, and the new, uh, the new volumetric, um, uh, particle system that you saw with all the smoke and the steam. And the occluded light sources. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. It, it oh, does sound lighting. like most of the like most of what we see in the Bengal was done by light. And the thing that impressed me the most was actually there's one portion where they're they're going through and there's sprinklers that are on. You mean the the, the Idris. Idris? Sorry, there's sprinklers that are on in the Idris, and yeah. there's a warning light that's flashing. And as it passes the sprinklers, you can see them all, and and the the all the water lights up, yep. and then it pa and stops, and you don't. I thought that to me was the most impressive thing. That and the smoke. The smoke looked really yeah. incredible. Oh yeah. Like I, I really love what they did with the volumetric particles there. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Just for reference, the I think the water they used in that was native cry engines water, judging by the way it yeah. dripped yep. down. So I think that's obviously gonna be Oh moved that'll be out and they're gonna yeah. replace that with something really nice. Yeah. So much just, that shower effect looks good enough, so yeah, it look, it definitely looked good enough, uh, and yeah, I, I don't think it's something they've touched yet. Mm. Um, the uh, one of the thing that was mentioned in the monthly report, I don't want to deviate, but I, I just popped into my head. They are, you know, that Bengal demo we got recently. They are now updating the Bengal to make sure that it looks good with all of the new effects. Yeah. Um, uh, specifically the hangar bay because you did have that like sort of hazy feel inside the hangar bay of the bangle and they wanted to make sure that it worked with the new lighting um and uh but no it's really cool to see them continually adding these new amazing effects to the game and you can do a huge amount with volumetric particles like everything from what you saw there to weapon effects even to i think nebulas and s stuff like that so um well, I wouldn't be surprised if they even went so far as to do that for, uh, like, populating asteroids at a distance. That's possible. Um, another thing that I thought was really cool that was mentioned, uh, this was, again, sort of deviating a bit, but um, they did say that they will be able to have it very realistically look... They can have a, have a space wreck, and exploration of it can be very realistic. Like, you can open a... You can open a, a compartment that's open to space, and all of those volumetric particles will be sucked out into space. Or if there's like a crack in the window, you can see the particles being sucked through the crack into you know, yeah. vacuum. Yeah, I'm very nice. I'm really, really excited for all of the like both the sound design and the lighting design that it seems like they're implementing now. Which is, I mean, we've known all along really that all this stuff would come because you can't start doing this until the game is close to done you can't start implementing proper lighting and proper volumetric stuff and pro proper uh sound design until the game is is ready to start coming out and that's what we're seeing now we're seeing them put starting to put the finishing touches on the graphical and audio systems i think right Oh, yeah, yeah, it definitely seems yep. that way. I mean, that is kind of how things usually progress, is that you have the, the base systems put into place so that way people can actually play the game. And then from there, then you start expanding outward to creating something that's much more polished, finished, and so on and so forth. And things like these, the, the volumetric particles and whatnot, yeah, they look cool, they can add a lot of hype, but 
I mean, do they add that much as far as actual gameplay value? And I would argue they don't really add anything in that sense. They add things for ambience. And mm-hmm. the fact they're progressing there, to me, says that they're clearly progressing along nicely. That We're looking at Star Citizen. I mean, we may see it actually launch this year, even with all the naysayers saying otherwise. Well, Star Citizen won't launch this year. I'm sorry, not Star Citizen. Squadron 42. Squadron 42, Um, yes. I could still... I'm seeing more and more signs that Squadron 42 might be on track. Um, They're definitely heading down the road towards releasing a final game, which is what you're seeing with all of these graphical improvements. Um, One of the things I would really recommend people do is that same behind-the-scenes section, when they go into the part with all the audio... um, showing you all the audio for the for the downed Idris. Put on a good pair of headphones and listen through, crank it up and listen through that entire seg- segment because it's incredible. I'm um, going to slightly disagree and say put it on your 5.1s and crank it up. Or there you go. If you have you a know, good sound system. Who, who cares about the neighbors? It's worth it. Get them yeah. in. Watch it. And then it'll it, it'll <laughs> sound like it'll it'll what sound like your uh, your house is a crashed spaceship. It's amazing. <laughs> when we did the tour, I've got to be careful what I say, but we we met um, Darren Lamborn when we were in there, and he loves his job. That they they say um, Starfare is a great example. They they said to him, "Go and do um, background audio for the Starfare." He's like, "Oh, all right." Then day later, they come to him, and, and he's not done just like, "Well, you know, here's a background track throughout the whole thing." He he's actually gone up to items individually given them sounds and the background audio is actually generated from the sounds of the ship. That guy loves his job. He's brilliant. Isn't that that kind of... Sorry, go. No, no, go. 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 Oh, okay. Well, uh, in that case, well, isn't that some of the things we've been seeing from uh, Grim Hex 2 especially? Because I thought that I remember seeing them talk about the audio uh, as well uh, recently and they were basically showing how they'll have this section that is this audio and this section that is this audio and this section that is this audio. And they're actually breaking it up and then making sure the sound waves are bouncing right and this whole to-do, basically, about the audio that just, like, yeah. <laughs> like also, whoa! I would, I would like they're to point to out town. to people, these things that we're seeing, the huge graphical improvements, the enormous amount of audio work that's gone into Star Citizen, you ever... If someone ever wants to know where they spent $120 million, that's where. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not, obviously, it's something that I notice. You're starting to see things added to Star Citizen that some games never bother with because it takes too much time, too much money, too much effort. Um, and Remember, all the way through the Kickstarter, Chris's vision was making the best game possible no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if he ends up with 150 or 170 or 200 million dollars, he'll use it. Yep. <laughs> pretty simple. And it's that. it's really taking advantage of uh, aspects of the PC's hardware. For instance, oh, the, yeah. having the um, damage as actual light sources rather than a shortcut, because the PC has got the compute power to actually handle this, mm-hmm. and it, we know it's only going to you know let's let's say for all arguments sake right now it's only being developed for the pc in mind therefore they can go well a pc can handle this if we code right we don't have to worry about porting this well it might not run the greatest now but give it a little bit of time and some polish well and squadron 42 they can really nail down because it's a it's a set experience 
Um, you can do a lot of optimization there. And by the time Star Citizen is actually done and out, um, we have whole new generations of video cards coming out right now. They'll be able to handle it no problem. Yeah. Um, so I like that they're forward-looking with this whole thing because they do want to make the best-looking game they can, and they're doing a good job so far. Another thing I did notice is that they are also... There are actually more graphical improvements on the way... Um, from the monthly report? They recently made... Um, yeah, this is in the monthly report. Uh, they made... Um, they made some improvements to how textures look, and yeah. that was based on new research in specular lighting. Um, and the reason they did it was that not only does it look better, it's actually cheaper in terms of performance. So it was oh, a yeah, win-win. <clears throat> It, it yeah. sounds like they're starting to make not only graphical and audio improvements, but they're also starting to improve the amount of resources that everything takes to run. Right. right? It's it, we're entering good times. I think. Uh, well, I want to quickly move I'm, on from the. I was just going to ask really yeah. quick: uh, Is the I'm, I'm trying to remember, but the whole procedural uh, damage of ships isn't even in yet, isn't it? No, not entirely. Like, no. Yeah, and I mean, I mean that it, was in of itself. Like that was the whole reason they moved to that is because it was actually reducing the amount of resources it yeah. used. So I mean, the it's amazing it's how not, they're managing to basically up what is possible yet reducing the resource cost. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are going like there's a lot of things moving from old systems to new systems right now. That includes things like damage items, um, and also uh, the AI is currently moving over to subsumption. Yep. Um, from its yep. old behavior tree. Yeah. And also, <clears throat> it's important to note that uh, DataForge, with DataForge coming online, they're able to start getting rid of XMLs, and XMLs are unwieldy and large. Mm. Well, did you see the. Uh, there's a... To be exact, though, they're not eliminating the need for XMLs. They're just putting one XML in DataForge and then things access data fortune are directed rather than having loads of different xmls yes. well, yeah. but it's it's yeah. still it's way really more efficient sign yeah mm. right mm. um the one i thought was really cool was they were showing um with the part about um the cover system they were showing how they can very very quickly and easily um modify those stances in yes. dataforge yeah so that they're oh, like yeah. Like just like a few sliders, and they can change what the stance looks like, and they don't have to go back and do redo an animation. And it also sounds like they can do the same for reload speeds. So if uh, you know if your rifle is reloading too fast, and they want to tone that down and slow up the reload for game balance, it's one slider that they have to check rather than than you know it, it, playing it, around with hundred values or reanimating it. We've we've had a lot of problems. Start uh, CIG have had a lot of problems for a long time actually with. Um, patches and fixing issues with oh, the yeah. games and fixing you know the badgers and fixing all the different weapons data forge should 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 make that a lot easier and a lot better um i want to move on quickly to the landing system because we talked they talked a bit about the new landing system this week um basically the idea that uh, as soon as you deploy the landing gear, it switches you into uh, the slowest flight mode, which I think is is just an easier way of dealing with landing. Um, it also pops up an augmented reality um, uh, screen that shows you the landing zones. It should should help landing a lot because landing right now is kind of, I mean, it's possible, but it's not exactly fun. Uh, so that should help. 
The, it's something that you really need to nail down. And actually, you know, as much as sorry, <laughs> as much as I uh, rag on um, Elite Dangerous at times, landing in Elite Dangerous, although I don't think it's perfect, they made it interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's terrifying at times because it's easy to just die. <laughs> But um, it's easy but to crash still... into the syst- the station, and then the station gets mad at you. And well, or true. an AI freighter's the... got the entire entrance, <laughs> and you're like, "I've got to get out now, or I'm going to get shot." Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I uh, one of the things I think they did well, though, was that they made it. It's something that Star Citizen wants to do: is they made it a skill. You know, you have to actually be good at it, and. Um, I think it's something you do need to pay a lot of attention to because you're going to be doing it thousands of times. Yeah. So, like over and over and over and over and over again throughout the game. Um, Which is why I'm really glad that they're implementing faster air, faster enter and exit animations as well. That's also yeah. really important to that. And the, I think it's also really cool that they're going to have a, just a keyboard shortcut that will allow you to change which speed you want to enter or exit at, which I thought was cool. Um so I think it's like if you hold shift or something, it's the fast animation. If you just do it normally, it's not. Um, and uh, what was I going to... Oh, right. I was going to say, especially if you're something like a fighter pilot, you know, landing is going to be a big deal for your quality of life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two more points um, before we get to uh, Nakara's edutainment segment. I want to quickly... <laughs> stop on uh one apparently the dragonfly is being made atmospheric flight ready uh which lends to the credence that the dragonfly will be a transport vehicle for getting around procedural planets which as we know are coming in 2.7 so we can probably expect the dragonfly in either 2.6 or 2.7 plus atmospheric flight that's great news i think personally i think so too Wait, yeah, wait, wait. I mean, uh, really the only theory, uh, question dronix says to... that my audio is fixed is my audio fixed Sounds better. Is it, I'm wondering no if it's in both ears because I, I did a thing to just mix it to both ears automatically and hopefully that fixes it. Uh, anyway, yeah, sorry. Um, also, Squadron 42 shoots are done. Yes! That's right. Uh, this, is, this is hugely important. Uh, for everyone that says Squadron 42 is never coming out or Squadron 42, there's no chance of it coming out this year, all of that stuff... The shoots are done. And not only are the Squadron 42 shoots done, they had extra time at the end of them to start recording uh, characters for the PU. So they're starting to record characters for the PU as well. That is great news because we all know how long the Squadron 42 shoots took. There's like, what, 4,000, 5,000 pages of dialogue, something ridiculous. I don't, I don't remember the actual number. I forget exactly. how many pages they said but they were up to. It's ridiculous. A ridiculous number of pages of dialogue. Uh, 1,255. There we go. There's going to be way more than that for the PU, and they need to start on those like next year. Next year, I'd imagine we're going to hear a lot about a lot of performance shoots next year, especially with the new LA studio. Yep. They're probably going to be doing a lot of those shoots in the in studio studio that they developed which was one of the stretch goals that's right that is yep because they're probably all only going to use um what's what's it called uh ailing studios i don't mm-hmm. know how to pronounce that bloody ailing ailing there's a y anyway 
they're probably only going to use Ealing Studios I'm for with you. for like the top tier Mark Hamill stuff required for Squadron Forty Two. For other stuff for the PU, they're probably going to use their own studios, which will drastically reduce the cost because I'm sure it costs quite a lot to use Ealing Studios. Uh, yeah. Um, Not as much however, as it used to. Yeah. I think they. <laughs> nope. Also, I think that they. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I just think it's also important to note that they've started uh, hooking up that performance capture and those uh, key uh, characters and their costumes. All of those, they've started hooking those all into Squadron 42. All of those are now being played around with, so they're actually testing levels with the characters, with their full outfits, with their performance capture. Yeah. And so... They're getting closer to what the levels will actually like. The levels and the characters will actually look like. Yeah. Um, which is you know huge for getting the final feel down for the level. Yeah, it's um, just lots. This month, if you haven't read the monthly report, one, watch last week's ATV because it's beautiful. Two, listen to Reverse the Verse because the new. I actually this is another thing I want to mention. The new Reverse the Verse format. Uh, it's shorter. It only ends up being like half an hour, 45 minutes, but I think it's great. It's straight questions to a designer. We're getting actual design answers. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I think it's, I think the first week was kind of crappy. Mm -hmm. Um, simply because I think that, that it was too far towards a very formal format. Yep. Um, I think this week was a bit better. I think they'll continue to tweak it and try and get the right feel. I, I do like... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Silas. I was just going to say, I kind of miss the informal format to it. I mean, from from a uh, transcript point of view, which you do often, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that you're like, oh, hallelujah, because this is so much easier to handle. No. Oh, it's not? This isn't easier? No, this is actually not easier. The old community forum, like, the way that the community team really? did it, it was like they just go off on tangents and you don't really have to capture yeah. it all. This, it's all pure information. And I'm trying um, to get it almost word for word as they're saying the words. I, yeah. my, mm -hmm. my fingers die. They die. <laughs> well, fair enough. Because uh, nonetheless, uh, it's just... Are, uh, they, are they black? Like, like uh... oh, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. I'm out. Just... Yeah, but uh, I kind of like the the bit more of the informal, just because I thought it was a uh, more human. Yeah, uh, and I, I felt that they they've still got some work to do to really kind of get back to that feel because it's too. It's well, okay. So they Wingman's Hangar, great example. Started off very informal, continued very informal. Always had that sort of you know fun feel to it. And that's always been part of what they've done with the community is always have that sort of interaction of, of mm. more fun, uh, lighter, lighter hearted. Uh, and I feel that's a little missing now. They, they still have it in around the verse, but it's, it's not the same. It's not that sort of almost one on one interaction to the same extent. Now, I want to make a suggestion that I'm hoping someone from CIG might hear. What about doing both because right now the format that they're using is half an hour right half an hour with devs from each studio why not after that half hour instead of doing a quick run through of this is what's coming up there's this for sale and this for sale and like disco doing it 
why not jump back into the full community team and just have the community team sitting there for the second half hour so that they can talk about what's going on and like and have a bit I've of got that a really different view you don't like I, that i i i i like the half an hour someone wants to sit there and it's a it's it's information it's a little bit more casual i do i do wish it was a bit more uh like it was but let the guys have a friday lunch dude no man <laughs> <laughs> no no they are here for us damn it we will yeah. determine when they have lunch they don't get lunch they are our slaves we pay their wages <laughs> yeah okay uh, it's time to move on to my new favorite segment in the INN Inside the Verse Budget Edition. It's time for Mr. Nakara to talk about science. Ooh, science. Nakara, are you ready? All right. Uh, am I ready? That is a good question. Yes, I'm ready. Uh, okay, so give me a second as I set this up. We, we've okay. gone super budgety this week. So super budgety. I like that. Super budgety. Uh, Does I that want... mean more or less expensive if it's super budgeted? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Nix, Nix is all doing this on slave wages, so I think it's less expensive. I don't know. Uh, okay, the same so with bananas. I'm starting with image zero, correct? But it is Nix. Yes, so. you're starting with image zero. So what I wanted to talk about, what I want to talk about today is, uh, um, yesterday was the four-year anniversary of the landing of. The Curiosity rover on Mars. It's been there for four years now, slaving away. Um, and it drew a giant dong. <laughs> it did. <laughs> um, anyway, moving right along. Uh, so the first image is actually uh, called the Sky Crane. Uh, this is the way it actually landed on Mars. It was too big and too heavy to... Uh, to do what the previous rover did, and which was basically land in a giant, um, in a giant uh, air balloon, um, it uh, so it had to be lowered to the ground. So you get this like crazy contraption with retro rockets and this like long crane-like thing that lowered it down to the ground. Uh, I think NASA was a little worried about this because you know it has to travel millions of kilometers and then try and pull this off all computer computerized without any input but it did it um Not now they have the the best track record of landing things on the first yeah. go they had a really hard time for a while just like russia has um but uh they eventually figured it out and they've actually nailed i think most of their recent mi uh, or most or all of their recent missions they seem to finally have figured it out so now, if you go to image one, David. Haha! -ha, look at me! I'm Boom. a master. Um, go, this is actually monkey. This is actually a self-portrait that uh, the Curiosity did on Mars. It was one of the uh, one of the early ones, if I remember correctly. Um, wait, wait! They send a Mars rover. All the way to Mars, successfully land it in one of the most complicated ways ever. It's a mankind's one of its greatest achievements, and they yep. say, "What should we stick on this? How about a selfie stick?" Yep. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. <clears throat> okay. 
I'm going to be clear here. Uh, it doesn't have a selfie stick. New, new Lexicon <laughs> uh, says, a little worried. Wasn't there a video on landing titled Seven Minutes of Terror? Yes, it was the Seven Minutes of Terror. You know why it was the Seven Minutes of Terror? Because these guys by the who spend... time that they actually see it, it's already done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they have, they, they uh, can't do shit. <laughs> nope. This is like a this is like a four or five billion dollar mission, and basically once it enters the atmosphere, they have no control and don't even know what happened until seven minutes later. Yep. Um. And then, of course, everyone can remember the great uh, footage from the the control room of everyone jumping up and down and leaping all over the place. Um, and getting it in trouble because of shirts that they wore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Um, really? You can just, uh, continue. Really? Yeah, no shit. You can just continue to cycle through those images, Kay. David. So the, ne the next images are all uh, just uh, basically panoramas that um, Curiosity has taken. Um, and a lot of these are much larger images, but I tried to shrink them down because they were gigantic. Um, but they're all really interesting images. Um, gives you a great idea of what the surface of Mars actually looks like from huh, the perspective of like one of its uh, own Arizona. Yeah, kind of. It actually kind of <laughs> looks like the procedural planet looks that we've colder. seen from CIG. Just barren. Yeah, yeah, kind of. You know? Yeah, they'll probably get this. They'll probably get this feel down pretty well. It, it's going to be one of the easiest. Uh, oh, hang on. Types I think I can see Matt Damon in that one. <laughs> oh damn! I think so yeah, he's too. right there. Um, well, I mean, one of the things that they did mention, and I think this week's monthly report is that they're actually working on uh, plugging in different. Um, what do you call it? Different biospheres, biodomes. What? What? Different. Like, uh, Eco ecosystems. Ecosys yes, they're they're working on they're plugging in different saying. ecosystems into the procedural tech that they've got now. What they want to do is actually, it's actually a really interesting idea. What they want to do is basically create paintbrushes that are ecosystems, where the designers can literally just like paint the surface of the planet with an ecosystem, and it will be, it'll have like all the plants and animals and everything, and it'll distribute them. However, you know. So you're decided. telling me that they're turning into Bob Ross? Yeah. They're going to paint a happy tree. They're going to paint a happy planet. Okay. No, actually, <laughs> I, I completely agree. And actually, what I thought was really cool is when they were talking about doing this with the animals, too. Uh, and the fact that there will be animals that actually show up on these procedurally generated planets that are in the appropriate zones. And then, you know, go from there with those animals then grab their behaviors and whether they're... Uh, carnivore or a herbivore or an omnivore or whatever have you and just nuts absolutely nuts like they are not taking this halfway they're like you know what nope let's uh let's well, go ahead and make sure that like you land on this planet we're gonna procedurally generate this bastard and we're gonna make sure it has ecosystems with critters you guys have given planets. us 120 million dollars we're gonna give you full planets with ecosystems missions downed ships probably caves that you can explore we're gonna give you everything pretty much pretty much um like hey you want to do so, the spelunking right because we got that in there <laughs> it's gonna be in there you just know it right um so taking a dragonfly into a cave. curiosity is actually kind of a a big beast um, 
it's uh, there's actually a picture here later that shows it, but it's kind of the size of a car, basically. It's uh, not small. It's about 2,000 pounds. Well, at least they and, didn't base it uh, on the H2, or else it'd flip all the time. It's got to be big <laughs> enough to kill a cat. <laughs> Wasn't there that great picture of, the, of Curiosity having run over a cat on Mars? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, there, was, there totally was. I remember seeing it. Um, so, originally, Curiosity had a one-year mission. It's now been there for four years. And in 2012, uh, Curiosity's mission was extended indefinitely. Um, Curiosity actually runs with, you'll notice it has no solar panels. It is the first rover on Mars to run on what's called an RTG, which you actually will have seen in, uh, in the Martian movie if you saw it. Um, RTGs are called uh, radio thermoelectric generators. Uh, they basically use, it's the, the simplest way of, of creating power, um, from a radioactive material. Basically, radio, radioactive materials are very hot. And so they use, uh, they use plutonium-238, and they basically just put it in a box and then use a thermocouple to draw the heat off and turn it into electricity. Very simple. <clears throat> the other cool thing with that is that unlike solar panels where you just have electricity and you actually need to heat the instruments on the rover with the electricity, so you waste a lot of it, um, an RTG allows mm -hmm. them to pipe the waste heat from the the uh, generator to the instruments and they don't have to use the power that it generates for heat. Okay. We're up to 13. Um, so good. Perfect. The GIF. Um, oh, look, and there it is. The non H2 curiosity. Yep. Wait, nope. No, I just switched. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I went there back. We I went back. And, uh, so the next one is actually the reason I wanted to stop here is the next the next GIF, I think it's the only GIF in, in the album, but the next GIF is uh, it's my favorite series of images that, that uh, Curiosity has taken. You can go ahead and put that up, David. And it was actually Curiosity recording a sunset. And it just, I don't know, it has some neat qualities. Uh, I don't know. It, it, evo it evokes something more like human exploration to me. Um... You know, something you would see if you were standing there on the hilltop on Mars. That is and, the sun uh, setting on another planet. I don't exactly. even know how many kilometers away, but a lot. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, apparently the sun sets pretty fast on Mars too. I think it might be because it's so much smaller. But that that whole series was taken over the course of six minutes, apparently. Um. But uh, but I would, what did, one of the things I wanted to mention about the RTG is that because it has this radioactive power source, unless something like physically fails on the rover, there's a good chance that it will continue to operate for decades. Um, like there's a quite a reasonable chance that it will still be operating when humans land on Mars, which is just amazing when you think about it unless it um, gets buried by sand yeah unless it gets buried by sand well it moves too fast to get buried by sand not in that demon movie it didn't <laughs> fair enough um so if you want to move on to the the next image is actually of the other little oh. critter still roving around on mars sorry i gotta uh, i gotta 
I didn't realize yep. this one's good. also giant. Is it? Oh, sorry. yeah. It's fucking huge. Oh, that one I that one I couldn't really shrink. Sorry, I'm I'm <laughs> shrinking it. I'm sorry to everyone. I am shrinking it as I. Oh god, I'm moving things. Oh god, yes, you are. Oh, everything's breaking. I'm sorry. Everything's breaking. Everything's breaking. There. <laughs> ah! I claim victory. <laughs> victory is yours. Um. So. This is opportunity. Opportunity. I wanted to mention opportunity because really it's uh, something you need to, everyone should be aware of. Opportunity, the Opportunity rover landed 12 and a half years ago on Mars. 12 and a half years ago. And it still works. It still operates, still takes pictures, still does science. Um, it's solar powered and it still works. It's uh, it's twin um, spirit died uh, six years ago, but still did operate for six years. Um, and uh, it's just it's amazing that a rover has continued to operate for that long. Its original mission was 90 days. It has exceeded its operational li lifespan by 48 times. Is this the one they have to spend something like eight hours every day typing in exact coordinates for its movement, and after those eight hours, it does something like seven seconds worth of movement or seven minutes worth of movement? Is seven that the one? Seven minutes sounds about right, but yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, especially in these days because they have to be so careful with um, a few things: its power and it. Pro those early rovers did have issues with their wheels um, getting broken. So it probably doesn't move very well anymore. But it does move. <laughs> it, it's got so old now, when they give it a command, they go, I'm 12 years old, you know. And uh, if you want to move to the next picture, David. I, I actually have a question before we move. I'm trying to find yep. it. What was the budget for uh, Opportunity? Do we know? For Opportunity? Yeah. Yeah, I'll find it right away. Um... Find that for me quickly, please. So on a side note, while he's doing that, there's actually uh, something really fun that JPL did, too. And that's where one of the things they, that they were doing is they took a lot of the photos uh, that were taking, taken from orbit. And then they proceeded to uh, use the time of day, uh, the shadows that were given on the, the pictures, so on and so forth, to create a 3D landscape of Mars. Oh. Uh, and then put the pictures over top of it. It's it's actually really freaking awesome. I, I actually had the opportunity to see it once. Uh, no relation to the rover. Um, but I actually got the chance to see it once and uh, actually see the whole globe, like, rotating around, like, the different stages as it, like, you know, photo go over top of it and then, like, watching the land masses pop out from it. And it's impressive. It's amazing the sort of things they actually do with, with this, with even just the pictures. Yeah, Absolutely. So the total cost of uh, building, launching, landing, and operating the rovers for the first 90 days, this is for both of them combined, keep combined. in mind, was, was $820 million. Um, since then, they've cost a, hundred and, a little over $100 million because the mission has, to, has had to be extended so many times. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it basically every mission extension it basically costs them twenty million dollars. Uh, not a whole lot, all things considered. 
Now, Curiosity was a lot more money. I don't know. I'm finding it right now. Uh, but it's also much, much larger and more complicated um, than... Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, each one of them costs about two to two and a half billion dollars. I was a little off. Um, the... Yeah, where are we at here? So Curiosity costs about two and a half billion dollars. Um, but it's been up there for four years, and it probably will be there for ten or twenty more years easily. Yep. I, um, I just think it's incredibly impressive what NASA do with the budget that they're given. They they yeah. basically get I mean, the budget. They get the budget of a GTA game to send a rover <laughs> to Mars, and they quite. do it. <laughs> yep. Um, Straight up. Actually, that. I want to. I, I would mention that while these ones cost significantly more than that, you you look at something like um, uh, the Phoenix lander, the Mars uh, the Mars Phoenix lander was I think one hundred and seventy five million dollars, uh, and you know Star Citizens raised one hundred and twenty. What I'm saying is uh, give NASA more so, money. Sorry, yeah. moving on. We're on number so fifteen. This image I wanted to put up because it's the most recent high-quality image from uh, from Opportunity. Um, it's actually a much, much larger image than this. It's uh, like a 33-megabyte JPEG, this particular image. Um, but I tried to make it into something more easily viewable. Yes. Um, but this, you know, this image was taken a month ago. And... Uh, it's pretty amazing that it's still humming along down there on the surface. Um, if you want to move to the next image, this is an image of uh, the three main rovers that have landed on Mars. Um, the little guy you will recognize from the Martian. That is uh, Pathfinder. It landed, I believe, in the mid-90s. Uh, it didn't operate for very long, but it was considered a success because it landed and it drove around. It's <laughs> all that matters. Um, exactly. How did they get uh, people on the planet? <laughs> dragons. Thank you, Shiver. Okay, to clear that up a little bit, um, this image was taken with... Uh, every time NASA launches something, Conspiracy. they have back. They have Some ancestors. And- <laughs> Every time NASA launches something, they have backups and prototypes, and these are a few of those mock-ups that they did. Um, I actually think that the the mock-up of Curiosity is actually its brother uh, that's going up in 2020. Um, but don't quote me on that. Uh, but you can see that the, the Curiosity is pretty big. It's a very large rover. By far the largest one ever built. Um, so the next image is actually a, there's two new, two more rovers going up in 2020, which is pretty incredible. Um, one is an ESA rover, which is this next picture. Um, it is called ExoMars and it actually has a, uh, two others, two other vehicles that are, um, with it on the same mission. It has a trace gas orbiter, uh, which actually launched, um, quite recently, 
and it will also have a landing station, which will also do its own science. Um, it's a much smaller rover than Curiosity or the 2020 uh, NASA rover, but um, it'll still do good science. And you can see that it is a uh, it's a solar rover as well. It also kind of reminds me of that uh, you know, shock circuit or short circuit, excuse me. <laughs> Johnny Five. Short Thank circuit. You. Really? Really? Nope. nope. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Last one. <laughs> uh, last one, the last image. Get your questions ready because we're going to go right into questions once we're done. Yep. The last image is the Mars 2020 rover. Uh, you'll notice it looks very similar to Curiosity because it actually was basically a backup to Curiosity in case Curiosity blew up. Um, <laughs> they, uh, it is basically the twin happens. brother. But because it's been years since, um, since Curiosity was launched, this one will have significantly updated uh, tech on board and different science experiments and different capabilities. Um, but its basic design is the same because it has worked so well. The fun part is, because its design is the same, they have to land it in the same fashion. So we have another seven minutes of terror coming up in four <laughs> years. <laughs> <Woo -hoo>. <laughs> <laughs> um, because a lot of the parts of the mission aren't just the construction of the spacecraft, this one will... Curiosity costs $2.5 billion, this one will cost $2.1. There isn't a huge cost saving. Yeah. Um, but uh, more Mars stuff to be excited about. Hopefully, Opportunity is still operating at that point, and, uh, which, again, would be incredible. Um, and at that point, we would actually have four operational rovers on Mars because I assume Curiosity should be fine until then. And hopefully maybe by have then... The opportunity, maybe they'll have the opportunity to meet up. <laughs> and huh? God. hopefully back in by with... then, SpaceX will uh, start launching their own Mars. Uh, yeah. True. Um, by tying back into last week, if you'll remember, in 2018, SpaceX is launching a Red Dragon to Mars, and then they'll have two more missions in 2020, so there could be a lot of, a lot of science hardware on Mars by, uh, by 2020, in yep. four years. Which one's Red Dragon? Red Dragon? Um, Red Dragon is a, uh, a version of the, of SpaceX's Dragon spacecraft basically designed to land specifically designed to land on Mars um, SpaceX is doing it on their own dime 300 million dollars um, NASA's kicking in 30 million dollars worth of tech support basically okay so here's a question <laughs> I was gonna Nick's. say I was gonna uh, say Red Dragon was the one they filmed after Hannibal but it's set before Science of the Lambs <laughs> um, for those who did not watch last week I'll uh, I'll link you a picture of Red Dragon uh, uh, Nix asks, how annoyed would NASA be if SpaceX landed on a rover? A very, very. I, I think that might have been, might be part of the reason why they're working with them. Probably. <laughs> Don't uh, land on the rover. Miss the rover, please. Actually, I was what's, figuring what's that it would just turn with... into battle bots on Mars, but... <laughs> what's the deal with landing windows on Mars? Is there such a need for them with tech because i know nothing about them other than the launch windows may or may not exist anymore <laughs> um the la launch windows definitely exist you can only launch every well no one would launch other than every 26 months when the two planets are the closest together 
Um, otherwise, it takes way too long to get there. Waste the time. So basically, this is actually part of why SpaceX has announced that starting in 2018, they will be launching missions to Mars every 26 months from forever. Um, until we can do better. Yep. Until we can actually create a spacecraft where it doesn't matter. Uh, yep. Which I'm sure having... they're working on. Um, I linked SpaceX. a picture. I linked a very very long URL picture in uh, in <laughs> yes, Twitch that is uh, that is Red Dragon. Okay, um, so uh, we're gonna get back to questions now. So if you guys want to throw us some questions about Star Citizen or space or yes. puppies or what it's like Bear. outside right now or. Well, I could show you, but I don't think it'd be horrible. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Duh. What is a woodchuck? I have no fucking clue. I don't know. I've always assumed it was kind of like a beaver. Same That's here. What I thought as well, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that I mean, all over the world. If a woodchuck could woodchuck? chuck wood, then clearly it should be something that likes wood. So yeah. I don't know, David. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck a woodchuck could chuck wood? He chuck hardwood, softwood, redwood, dalton. I thought a woodchuck wouldn't chuck no amount of wood because a woodchuck would not chuck wood. There is that. Oh, apparently, a, apparently a woodchuck is a groundhog. What? Those groundhogs don't eat yep. wood. This song lied to me. <laughs> okay, wood, well, uh, since wood, since only yeah. Nixt is asking yeah. questions, Nixt asks, uh, I know, right? "What's it like outside right now?" Uh, it's just about twenty-two percent oxygen, eighty-eight percent nitrogen. There's some other chemicals. I'm at. There might be some argon in there. I don't know. Really nice. Uh, it looks uh, cloudy, sunny, and about thirty-six degrees. Well, I could just take the camera and pan it. I suppose if you guys really want to say, but okay, here we go. Green Fox Leader it's asks nice. one that I actually kind of want to cover. Question: Ooh. How many of you guys are playing No Man's Sky next week? I'm playing it Are you because. Sure it's releasing? Uh, oh, actually, no one's playing it until the end of next week. But. Those of us who have souls and are intelligent humans hey, aren't playing it until Friday. Uh, anyone that's playing it before that is a base human and should be disregarded. Um, yeah. That, um, just to clarify, that's not the base. No. No. That's no. true. Uh, I I am going the to. Base be humans are it. amazing. I am going to be streaming me play it. I actually might not turn it on until I start streaming it. I might just start streaming it from the beginning for those of you that want to actually watch that. Um, I'm interested in it. I really hope that they fix it. I hope it's good. I really hope it's good. I want it to be a good game. Um, just like I wanted no Ma uh, Elite Dangerous to be good. Yep, I hope it's good too, and I'm can't I'm going always get what you want. I'm buying it because David is forcing me to. I am not. I said you don't have to. We're never going to be able to play together. You know that, right? We're I never. Know. You you, you told me that you, you told other. me that you wanted me to have wanted me to be on stream to talk about the game, so I have to play it. Well, you can you can like watch me play it and be on stream with me no. to talk about science stuff. No. Fine, God. Um. Tulip asked a good one, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, Tilu asks, will we see those new lighting and shadows everywhere in the game and derelict state on smaller ships as well? Yes. Yes. Um, I, wa I want to mention that they did say that, that that 
damage work that they did on the Idris, they are doing on every ship. Every ship will have states like that. Yep. Um, they, because they want every ship to be able to be derelict and abandoned and crashed. Because, um, honestly, a big part of exploring planets, I think, will be investigating crashes. Sure. Well, no, I mean, that's, that's a, that's if a you have super like a... easy... That's a super easy way for them to add content to a planet. Yep. Yeah. You know? And if you have like a floating derelict of like a Gladius out there, what do you think that it's just going to look like a exploded piece of Gladius? Like it's going to look like a derelict Gladius and then yep. you're going to mm-hmm. yank it into your crucible and fix it up. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I think we'll one of the coolest things pots. I think one of the coolest things in this game is going to be seeing if you can take an Adris like that one and repair it. I think you will be able to, you know, probably. I think um, you will be able to, but can you imagine the effort involved? Oh, it'd be so much fun. Uh, get in well, the belly says, uh, did anyone else get a Bioshock feel from Levski? Um, no. Uh, I see. I know. I know what images are talking about. I know what images are talking about. Yeah, I guess so in that image. Welcome to Levski. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. The welcome to Levski It's banner. really just the sign um, that does it, though, right? Yeah, I, no, nothing else about it. Just the sign. Uh, it's Delta HQ. Will the Starfarer Genesis be able to fit the harvesting module like on a regular Starfarer? Uh, yes. I... Yes, it does. Yeah. It has a smaller capacity, though. At least that's my recollection. Is anybody yeah. the, I, that's, have a different As far as I know, that's correct. Uh, could be different. I don't know. But I believe it can still refine fuel. Uh, Zeus Anoxia says, any news on CIG's Monday show? They are waiting Um, on that. We do have some news because they said that they needed to wait until Chris Roberts is back. He is back. So I think that it'll probably be coming soonish. Next week or the week after, I'd guess. But they're also... uh, I think they'll try and get the first one out before Gamescom. I think they'll try. I don't know if they will, because they are all buckling down very hard for Gamescom. Gamescom is going to be very big with the uh, the reveal of the procedural tech. You know what's weird about that? I think they are in some aspects, but they were also saying that for some of the studios, they've actually run into a bit of free time. Um, it was in the monthly report. Yeah. Um. And they were using that time to sort of catch up on the uh, Ask a Dev stuff. and yeah. which is good because um, that's important stuff for them to, to get to. But Who was it? Oh, it was L.A. L.A. said that they, um, they've been – oh, it's just the narrative team. The narrative yeah. team has been using some free time to focus on some other things other than Squadron 42, which they've been doing constantly forever. Well, and their work on that is largely complete now that all of the uh, capture mm. is complete, right? So – um, Sorry, that was just that was just the narrative team in LA. That, yeah. that was my Green part. Green Fox leader asks again: uh, <laughs> How long do we feel that No Man's Sky will last, being fun and fresh before putting it down for a while? The problem I see with that game is it it's got to have a hook, and I haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, I uh, my I mean, my real big con- my, re- hook, but... my real big concern with that game is that the answer to that question is two hours. <laughs> that's my big it's either gonna be two hours or 20 i'm hoping it's 20 if i get 20 hours out of the game that's what i i want 20 hours out of a game to feel like i've got my money's worth out of a 60 dollar game if i get 20 hours out of it honestly i'm happy <laughs> yep. uh zeus anoxia mm. asks we know the three variants of the argo 
the passenger, cargo, and rescue. What other variants would you have wanted to see other than those three? Mayan layer, fuel pod, etc. I think that that ship looks like a great, um, great option for a very small, compact uh, miner and salvager. Mine um, salvaging repair. That's, that's well, they are going to do a repair. Yeah, um, they already said they will. I, I like the uh, honestly rescues the one I'm most excited for from that ship. Yeah, totally. That's its. Uh, that was its. That was originally its main purpose was to rescue all the dead or not dead, but um, eje ejected rescue the, uh, rescue the ejected fighter pilots from the fighters that were on the Idris. You know, that's actually one of the ones I'm going to be curious is with all of the abilities to modify things, especially since, uh, I mean, wait, does, is Argo classified as, um, it's a snub. is it's it a classified snub. as a ship or it's is it snub. one of the vehicles? It's a, it's, it's a, a it's considered a snub. So it's a, it is a ship, but it okay. can't do a lot of things. Well, I'm just, I'm just going to be curious to see how exactly they're going to handle the systems and how they're going to allow the variants to be customized. Because we might actually find that, like uh, he was mentioning, like mine layer. Well, for all we know, you might be able to take the cargo variant and be like, you know what? Let's make the cargo mines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You might we, be able to do that. There's yeah. A lot so you could have a, you know what? Yet. You could have a dude in the back with his meg boots on and the door open and just throwing mines out the back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, hey, I'm pushing this one out. <laughs> uh, New Lexicon um, asks, uh, haven't kept up with Star Citizen lately, but I heard grabby hands may not happen. What will? Um. Well, it was a tech demo. Uh, it might happen. It might not. But it has to work well in the game. Um. We don't know. We do, honestly don't know how they're going to solve the carrying around single objects problem. But you can definitely think, definitely see that they've been thinking about that problem for a very long time. They've been thinking about it since Grabby Hands, and we will probably see something about that soon-ish. I have a feeling we'll see something about uh, cargo when the Caterpillar comes out. So and... We'll see cargo soon because it's the first... Profession, It's the really. first profession that has to be in the game yeah so we should actually we don't know but we should actually see something about that soon uh zeus anoxia asks when procedural planets drop do you think the existing race tracks will get atmosphere and gravity they should i hope they do although gravity is not a thing yet on the planets it will be but um oh can i mention something that i saw on the subreddit this week sure somebody realized and i just I don't know, it kind of blew a circuit in my brain. Um, someone realized that um, the bullet casings from the Gladius, when it fires, are affected by the gravity of the landing pads. Really? So if what? you fire, if, you, if you're just out in space and you're firing, they just float off in whatever direction that they came out of the thing at. But if you're close to a gravity source, they actually will be pulled towards it. It's such a cool gift. You gotta take. You gotta take a look at that. That is that week. is just some really cool detail, honestly. Link so it, he's like, he was like awesome. flying. He was flying way above it, and they just went straight out, and then he kept close to it, and they got sucked down to the, towards the landing bed. See if you can find Damn. that. Um, Zeus. I will. Yeah, Zeus and Ox. Well, one actually, sorry. First, with the race tracks, if the existing race tracks do get atmosphere and gravity, then they're gonna have to create a race track that doesn't have gravity. Probably something like what's around mm -hmm. Grimhex. 
Uh, yep. Zeus Anoxia yep. asks, do you think there will ever be destructible space stations and could space stations get shields? Yes, I think both of those oh, things yeah. could happen, definitely. Well, I think it's really just a matter of time. And actually, that's where I'm going to be curious to see if they... Okay, so we've already seen them go the one direction, where they were like, okay, well, this sort of item was... Uh, it's, it's smaller than what we see on ships. Uh, so we're going to create this whole new vehicle class for components. I'm going to be curious to see if they do it in reverse, where they're like, you know what? This one is actually too big for ships. We're going to go like station or planet class. And so we'll start seeing those components basically being used for, for something that's bigger. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that happening. Uh, Grizz Warmace asks, uh, they've been saying that the salvage design dock is almost done for a year. Do you think it keeps going back to the drawing board? No. Probably. No, I it actually, probably does. I think that the design, like, their goals for salvage have been done for a while. They've known what their goals are for a long time. Keep in mind, most of the design docs that we've had so far, things like Death of the Spaceman, those are all goals of the project. Like, they're, they're long-term, this is what we'd like to do. Uh, I think they've actually just decided to wait on releasing more design docs until they're ready to put the system actually in place because design uh, death of a spaceman is a design doc it came out what a years essentially before oh, yeah. they're going to be able to put it into game and i think they've mm -hmm. realized that yeah. that's a problem they they shouldn't be giving us design death docs a year before it comes out in game I actually agree with the Death of the Spaceman one because it is a core tenant of yep. Star Citizen yep. that makes it very, very different from other games. Well, yeah. sure, um, but I can also see how they see it as like, uh, as like, well, we better be careful about what we do release because they will harp on that thing yeah. till it's fucking dead. No pun. Um, um, they, but, but they did on, Death on that, of the Spaceman in 2013. Damn it! I want to talk to Kara. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you go. You go. I'm, I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> I'm going to be silent. Space Pope is oh. going to have his own stream with hookers and blackjack. Right? Well, because I wanted to talk about the whole thing that they were talking about to begin with, but now I totally forgot about because we were talking about, oh, right, the salvage document. Yeah. Because honestly, I think that the salvage document, I, I think it's kind of a mix. I think they have the overall goal outlined and, like, that document done. Honestly, I think it's the fact they're having a hard time making it really fun. Well, and I think the fact that it needs to be because it is again talking about core tenants. Um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. What are you guys I'm just, laughing? I'm at? just giving you crap, man. I'm just giving you crap. I'm just gonna say that I really think what uh, things like salvage and the design docs that are coming, salvage, cargo, mining. Uh, uh, whoa. Uh-oh. Nakara, you still... Yep. Did... Oh, hey. Uh, I think what those other um, professions really need, honestly, is things like Item System 2.0, and they need cargo. And there's no point really coming out with a design doc until you know how the items are going to work and until you know how cargo is going to work. So I think those have to happen first. Mm -hmm. Personally. Um, I think... It depends on what you call drawing board. I think that they knew what they wanted to do with salvage, and they've been iterating on it, and that's what I talk about going back to the drawing board. This is what we want to do, and then they try and put it into the game, and then they're like, okay, well, we also need to do this, so they go back to their original plan and change it. I, 
I don't mean I don't mean that they've restarted it over and over again. I just think that they keep going back to the original plan and modifying it so that it works in the game. Yeah. Um, it is nice to see in the monthly report that they're talking about coding and implementation. This yeah. is not design. They are implementing it into the game. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, salvage is going to be huge. Like all those derelicts we're talking about, that Idris, that crashed Idris, that's that's salvage. That's salvage gameplay. That's yeah. salvage gameplay. Oh yeah. So you know. Uh, so Green Fox you... Leader asks, does INN plan on having an effect on the universe at large in Star Citizen, or just passively reporting on events, i.e., taking over any planets or stations yourselves? Yeah, we'll probably have a INN reporting space station where we report from. If it gets really uh, quiet news-wise, we'll just start killing people and report it. No, we won't. There you go. Yeah. I refuse. I, I like that. Sort See, of we, we could always we could always go the Fox News Fox News uh, direction and just create news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe that's what we should do is we should start creating the news for things to happen, so that way it does happen, and then we report on it. We're ready. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, Gamezocker123, should CIG, if they know that they can't deliver Squadron 42 this year, announce it as soon as possible or wait for CitizenCon? Um, I don't think that they're going to know whether or not they can deliver it until probably November or December. The thing is, it's really... The reason that people give give game developers a lot of shit for delaying things at the last minute, but a lot of times it's they think they can get it out, and then they realize at the last minute that they can't do it. Like, you know, a week or two weeks or a month before it's supposed to be out. I'd like to know um, that we were just talking about No Man's Sky, who, like, two months ago, were like, we've gone gold, and then a month after that, we're like, oh, we're delaying for two months. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention it, recently, three um, days. Yeah. It, and, it yeah and just the other... Just like this week, they're like, oh, yeah, the PC release is delayed another three days for no particular reason. Um, Sony doesn't. Sony wants it releasing on PS4 first so that people get an excuse to buy a PS4. That's literally. Do not buy a PS4 for No Man's Sky. Just get it on PC. Um, anyway, the uh, I did want to mention a couple of things from the monthly report uh, that, you know, I we haven't touched on. Um, stars now exist in the game. Yes. Um, actually, oh they yeah, never that's have right. Before. They actually have built a sun, and it actually operates the way a sun is supposed to operate. The cool thing with that is that they actually do now have a star at the center of the system, and it provides all the light for that entire system the way it's supposed to. Um, before that, in CryEngine, they just had this like light that was ten kilometers away. Yeah, and you could move the light, but it was always ten kilometers away. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, the the first sun is actually done and in the game. Yep. Uh, so Eddie, uh, the gamer ghoul, asks: Any idea if stations will eventually be able to take over or change factions? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think they already talked confirmed. about confirmed. Yeah, yep. it's confirmed. Uh, Dalton Fury says, question, how many hours do you expect from Star Citizen? Well, considering the game... And he's referring to the PU, by the way, from what I can tell. Yeah, but... I I asked later, I was like, you mean Squadron 42 or... PU, yeah. Uh, Considering the PU isn't even out, and I already spend maybe 20 or 30 hours a week on INN, which is technically Star Citizen. It's a way of life, man. Yeah. It's a way of life. Honestly, I would expect to pl- 
if I have any less than a thousand hours in the actual game, I'll be a little disappointed, but I actually don't think that's even going to be difficult to achieve. <laughs> I'm hoping for around about 20 hours worth of gameplay a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the other thing is, you know, for we're going to be getting probably, at the end of the day, 100 plus hours worth of single player gameplay throughout all of the single player campaigns they released. So which there are too. three. Yep. I mean, I'm actually actually meaning the three should be about 60 hours yeah. or 70 hours. The I mean, they are making they're making more beyond those three as well. Yeah. So it will be uh, secret missions. A lot of awesome, a lot of awesome <laughs> single player content. Uh, Jim, the instance manager uh, question. How many times did CRL red one during citizen con? At least 12. Forty two. Uh, <laughs> Durawash, do you think the Reliant will have upgradable missile pods, and if so, what size will the max be at? Okay, I'm going to say right now, guessing on weapon sizes at this point is a Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't they just mention in the monthly report that they are starting work on modular missile racks? Yeah, yep. they did. Mm. Just maybe. Well, that's interesting. Uh, so mm, Tiu says, yeah. so I've done Shiver. Who wants an artwork? He what? Tiu he says, artwork? I've done Shiver. <laughs> Who wants an artwork? Hey, sure. Did you hear that? You got laid. Yeah. Wait. You mean art? <laughs> Wait. Yes? <laughs> Jim, Jim says, confirmed. INN will be the biggest alliance in the PU. Not a chance. I don't want to deal with an org <laughs> that large. God. No, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm not a fan of big orgs, so... No. It'll well, probably just be us, our staff. I, I think he means just Alliance, which we might be, because, I mean, maybe, in fact, we, we, we were reporting on everyone. We're going to be allied. We will be everyone. allied with other people, but um, in terms of our actual org, it'll be pretty yeah. small uh, and Tilu, intimate. We like to cuddle. All the time. That's true. He Tilu does. says, uh, are he we squeezes. afraid that Russian people from EVE will migrate and control a third of the Star Citizen universe? Not really. No. Maybe. I'm not I worried about it. It might happen. Bit. They're not going to be looking at uh, uh, big orgs controlling empire, parts of space, the way they do in EVE for that very reason. They find it, they don't want you to be able to not access any part of the game. Whereas if there's um, a big alliance in EVE that owns a particular part of space, you've either got to know someone to get in there or be very sneaky. And they don't really want that in Star Citizen, do they? I don't think so. There's, well, no, also... there's no question around it, but someone asks, uh, how many months do you think until we can land on planets? Um, oh. Um, again, oh, uh, three to four. Months. It's, uh, it's 2.7. Yep. So um, I would say... I'm going to go with Shiver. I'm going to say three to four. I'm a, as I've said before, I think 2.7 is going to require an enormous amount of playtesting. So... You know, they might start work on 2.7, like actually getting it out in October, but it might not be out till the end of December. Um, 2.6 with new animations and things as well could be weird. They, that, that could run into problems. Like, I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to be, we're going to see the, we're going to see a good example of it at CitizensCon where they're going to be like, check this crap out. We're actually going to let you, like, see it done. But I think that it's going to be, like, December, maybe a little bit later when before it actually is put out. I don't think, I think it would be it's the a, big Christmas like, release. I it's think, a weird one because... Go ahead, David. I, I think it'll be November at the latest, personally. I, uh, 
it's one of those things, right? It, it's there's a lot of work being done on it right now, like a lot of work. You can tell from the monthly report. There's a chance that they get they iron out a lot of the kinks for it before it's even due up for release. So, you know, if every I'll put it this way: if everything goes nicely and um, the playtesting works out, there's no gigantic, ridiculous bugs. It might be around my birthday, which is middle of November, but I'm still expecting it to be December sometime. Uh, Jim asks, do you think they'll stick Levski with the current confines of our PU box or expand the map as well? I don't think Levski's coming in until they expand to 2.7. What yep. if he's specifically referring to the next landing zone, which is going to be put temporarily on Yila, isn't it? Yeah, but it's no, going to be no, put in uh... once the 2. Like, it's going to be put into 2.7. It's going to be they put are into not the actually, system, right? Yeah, it's being well, put I, in, into the stent system. It's not going to be on Yula, though. It's yeah. just going to be on some I'm random... I'm it was Grim Hex. Well, no, I, that's yeah, what that's I what did. I, I apologize. I could have sworn it was, it was Grim yeah. Hex that was actually just being put into Stanton for a bit. It's been well, a long yeah, night. The, <laughs> they both um, but, but no, Le Levski is actually oh, going to be put into the stent system um, for 2.7, and it, will be, it won't be there permanently because it actually exists in the Nyx system. Um, but they're basically go just going to put it on a random procedurally generated planet. Because um, Delamar actually isn't... I mean, Delamar in the videos and stuff looks like a planet, but it actually isn't a planet in, in Star Citizen. It's a asteroid. Yeah. So Levski will be moved later on to its proper home in Nyx. Uh, so from <coughs> GameZocker123, should CIG consider a zero-tolerance policy against cheaters, just like Blizzard does? How do you cheat? I don't. I. I mean, duplication. It'd be really hard botting. I guess it's got FPS on it. You could easily put yeah. in wall hacks, aim bots. Yeah, it, it depends uh, on how you actually look yeah. at it. I mean, hell, take a look at a. And it really depends on their netcode too, which is part of it. But that aside, um, I'm hoping that they actually take the Blizzard approach. I really hope they take the Blizzard approach. It's yeah. not really that effective, though, is it? Because that you could just. Go and change your IP. Or, well, you have to go, um, no, because you well, have to go buy a new IP, game. Not, new game. You can't just. Yeah, you have to buy a new game, and I also heard that they uh, that if you continue doing it, even after buying a new game, they start banning hardware, not IP. Again, that's that's not too much of an issue if you know what you're doing. Yeah, if, but if you have to, they, they want to win so much. They've spent money to cheat to win at this right. game. It's not. I. It, I'm, <clears throat> It's not I've effective. Oh, there's the, there's no real there's no real permanently effective way to stop a cheater who's that determined. Yeah. But it'll right. stop ninety nine point nine percent of them. And also for um, those cheaters that are that determined, if they keep getting banned over and over and over, that just means more money for the development of the game for the future. <laughs> yeah. So I'm okay with that. Uh, let's they get keep buying it. You know, there's Go going to be it. this gigantic. There's going to be a gigantic uproar the first time somebody with a ten thousand dollar account gets banned from Star Citizen. <laughs> yeah, but if he's cheating, then I mean that's that's really where I draw the line with it. Like if he's if yeah. he's cheating, it doesn't matter how much money you spent. You're cheating yep. your ass off. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm Don't going cheat. to save a few of the questions that I see here. Uh, some of the questions that we haven't had time to answer. I'm going to save them for next week because, uh, yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. So, oh, can, I, can I have one last that. thing that I want to mention? Yep. How awesome did that Starfarer look with the new oh, uh, so good. reflections and 
Amazing. Saving questions. Uh, Zeus and Oxius says, don't be rude. Say hi to your mom back there. That's that's my girlfriend. Um, oh, boy. Uh, Nelric says, what are the rats' names? Luna and Tonks. <laughs> yeah. Z Zeus and Oxius is not going to be getting any questions asked for a bit. Um, nope. <laughs> Sorry, Zeus. You screwed up. <laughs> yep. I love the chat around <laughs> here. Bad. You guys are brilliant. Uh, screwed up, mate. <laughs> okay, so I've got uh, some some saved questions from our holiday Tilu, Griswormace, We Hamster, and Jim. Uh, I will answer those uh, next week, because um, that this is uh, this is four o'clock. This is the end of the show. Uh, thanks everyone for hanging out. Uh, I hope that our budget is slowly increasing. I hope that we're slowly doing better. Um, yeah, we'll I think we're doing good. We'll continue to try to. Um, come back next week. We've got a few more weeks before I'm gone. When I have two more, two more weeks left in me. The 13th and the 20th. On the 27th. Then, he, then he's being kidnapped. hard to deal with, by the way. What's that? Having two weeks up inside yourself. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, they they fill me rather rather completely. Uh, I'm leaking them slowly, but that's fine. Um, yeah. So, in two weeks, I don't know what's happening. Diane and Budget Edition. Hopefully, Nikara will host it, or maybe Shiver or someone. And we'll uh, look something out. I, uh, I nominate Shiver Bathory, and he can take over. I nominate Shiver as well. I am gone from the 27th straight through <laughs> I love the, look on his the, face. 20, the 17th. I will be back on the 24th. So, uh... Mm. There'll be no one left to want to watch the show if I stream it. You've seen postcards, <laughs> right? That's not true. Postcards is slowly gaining a don't larger worry. base Don't worry, people. Shiver. I'll, That's because they start playing it in a mental oh. asylum. <laughs> and I thought that was your clientele. Oh, no, that's the staff. Well, us too, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah, we could use help, John. John Realm. Uh, the rats eat rat pellets. Uh, 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 that's all I can see. Okay, we're done. We're out. Uh, thanks everyone for hanging out. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you on the verse. Also, Gamescom. Get hyped. Woo! Woo! -hoo.